You know, guys, we're back here with 2911 Podcast. We're back here with another episode. It's me, BN. Carbs. Squared. Laps. Grace. Yep. Grace here again. Today, we have a bit of a different episode. We're going to talk about, you know, why we think that people don't want to come to Christ and what is kind of like a bit, what people see as unattractive about coming to Christ and giving their life to God. Because mm. even all of us here, there was a point whereby we didn't live our lives like this. Mm. And, you know, we all had our own reasons for not coming to God. And so we're just going to discuss, you know, what we went through, why we didn't want to before, and some things that we think that, you know, people don't really want to come to Christ because of. Mm. And I think one of the biggest things that I've probably realised more since I've actually come to Christ is that a lot of people have this misconception that being a Christian is boring. Boring, mm -hmm. honestly. You get me? Because um, I think, you know, a lot of people... Even me, when I was, before I came to Christ, you get me, I was out here, you get me, mm -mm. I was bellying, I was with the buffs, I was doing whatever I wanted, really. Mm. And then, whenever I thought about giving that up, I said, huh? Why would I? Mm. And because that seems so fun, and then it's like, why would I? And especially, I think the media plays a big part as well. I was talking to Square yeah. about um, Flanders and Simpsons. Simpsons. <laughs> a lot of people base their opinions of what a Christian lifestyle looks because of people like Flanders. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Flanders doesn't let his kids run around. They they do all these weird More stuff like, and it makes it seem like, oh, it's, it's must to, be boring. You have to wear chinos and mm. a shirt. <laughs> like, bear Pharisee oh, chinos, man. Mm. But mm. Um, it's, it's weird, you know, because now I'm, I've come to Christ, my lifestyle's not boring. If mm. anything, I have... I'll say I have more. I have the same amount of fun, but my fun feels different now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't feel guilt with my fun. I mm. also feel purpose with my fun. Yeah. You get it? Before, it was like, you have fun, yeah, yeah, go home now. Yeah. But it's like, now, I have fun, or like, I'll go through my day, and it's like, I feel oh, good. Yeah, you feel good about I feel, fun that you had. It's like, <laughs> it's just, it's a nice feel, it's not mm. a nice feeling. 100%. Because like... I didn't like. There is when I before I gave my life to Christ. First of all, I thought I had already given my life to Christ. I didn't really know what it meant. I just thought, yeah, man, go to church. I read my Bible from time to time. Mm. I think once I went like a month reading my Bible every single day. So I thought I was like the my guy in it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then when I actually gave my life to Christ, mm. I deep like raw. Like it's not like I always say. It's not like a part of your life. It's not like a portion. It, Christ becomes your life. Do you know what I mean? Like your life is all centered around Him. And I thought like I'd miss like the sin I used to do and all of that. Like, I thought I'd genuinely miss it, but now, <clears throat> like, I just don't miss it. I don't even think about it. Like, mm. it doesn't it doesn't really, like, it doesn't tempt me, it doesn't excite me, it doesn't really do anything to me. Because I remember the exact day I gave my life to Christ, like, I was just in, I was just in the corner by myself and I told God, like, Lord, you know, giving my life to you means I need to stop doing this. And I'm not stopping doing this for like a month. This is yeah. forever, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have to stop doing this. I can't go here, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, and then the Lord just told me, like, bro, just, like, trust me. Lean on me, and like, let's go, we'll do it together. Do you know my what I mean? Boss, my boss. And then, ever since then, now I look back, I just, like, I don't think I ever put things in place to stop my sin. Do you know what I mean? I just let God take control. And just yeah. like, the life I live now, when I reflect and look back on my life, I don't, I don't deep how much changed. I had a conversation yesterday, and I don't deep how much has changed, but if it's so natural, and again, I haven't lost any enjoyment or excitement. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, yeah, man. For me, it was, it was the same thing. It was like, it wasn't even like the major things to stop. It was the little, little things. Oh, like, yeah. I was just thought, there's no way I can stop this. Like, this is just, this is calm. It's natural. Like, it's minor. Do you know what I mean? Like, God won't, God won't be angry at this. But then, when this whole thing happened, I was thinking, guy, like, I have to stop doing this. As Square said, I have to stop doing this, 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 this. And I was thinking, I don't think I could stop doing this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then, as, it wasn't even a thing where I was like, oh, I'm going to stop doing this. As you just keep reading the Bible, I just keep praying. Like, 
there's certain things that you read, there's certain things you hear, like the way it speaks to you. Yeah. Like as I said, the Bible, you don't just read the Bible, the Bible reads you as well. So it tells you what's wrong with you. And when it tells you what's wrong with you, you, you kind of have up. to, you pattern up yourself, you know what mm. I'm saying? Like if, if you're going on a date or something and you look in the mirror and there's something wrong with you, you're not going to pattern in a month's time. You know what I'm saying? You're going to pattern right there and then. You know what I'm saying? So that, that was like me, like it was a thing where like there were so many things I was thinking, now nah, I can't stop doing this. This is too impossible. But then as time was going on, it's become natural. Like I always, I put boundaries in place. Like, I stopped going on certain things. I stopped talking to certain people because I knew that if I start, if I talk to these people, if I go, <laughs> these, if I go yeah, these places, do you get me? Like I don't, I didn't know how strong I was in it. So yeah. I was thinking, if I talk to this, if I talk to, I was thinking, mm, you might fall into a little sense. So I just, mm. I told myself, mm. quite just, just, just cool off. Like, mm. but I thought I was gonna miss it. Mm. But it was a thing where it's just like. It's just, uh, yeah, like, it doesn't cross your mind. Yeah, like, and also, what you said that I found quite interesting is that you see, like, how the Bible reads you. It's interesting because when you read the Bible and, like, it speaks about sin, often, you know, a lot of times people pick out verses and stuff, but when you read a whole passage about sin or whatever, you often find that it doesn't just tell you what's wrong or what you shouldn't do, but it normally gives a nice explanation. Mm-hmm. For example, one of the biggest problems I had was swearing. Mm-hmm. And, like, even I couldn't imagine my life without swearing. It's like, you know, you're happy, yeah, if man <laughs> something bad if that guy man it's like but then um, the verse I read that kind of made me think about it was um, Proverbs 10-11 mm. it says that I'm um, like the words of the righteous are a fountain of life yeah and when I thought about that I was like rah it made me realise that you see as a person when you speak you have an opportunity to do so much good for somebody yeah, you know you can uplift them you can console mm. them but you're opening your mouth that God gave you to swear. <laughs> what are you doing? Mm. And it's like, that's the thing about reading the Bible when it comes to sin and this so-called boring lifestyle is like, it makes you realise the goodness in stopping certain things yeah. and also the beauty of certain things. Like even my speech, it made me realise the beauty of speech and how important and how great it can be. Mm. You get it? And so I think when it comes to being boring as per se, the Bible plays a big part in not only showing you what you shouldn't oh, do, the, but showing you <clears throat> why you shouldn't do right. it. You yeah. saying yeah. you saying that it kind of shows you the beautiful things like um we all know that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit in it. Mm-hmm. And obviously before you come to Christ, you read the Bible, whatever, you don't really understand that. And you just think, uh that that just looks it, nice. Yeah. I'm just indulging it. Uh, I'm just indulging. But when you come when you come to Christ, you kinda of understand that you know what, like you've been bought at a price. Like you're you're genuinely very special to God. Precious you know what I'm saying? Blood, you're not bro. just like an outcast. Like mm-hmm. God actually knows the number of hairs in your head, kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. He knows you proper. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, like Him telling you, abstain from this, don't do this, like do this. It's not for. It's not a thing where it's like He's restraining you from like having freedom, or whatever. He's mm-hmm. He's actually He's helping you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like He's telling yeah. you not to do those things because He knows that. If you do those things, later on down the line, it might hurt you in a way that you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? If you go with that guy, if you go with that girl, I don't know, man. It might do something to you that you might not come back from. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people, um, the main, main problem is people think they have to be perfect. Yeah. I feel like people think that as soon as you say the sinner's prayer, you can't even screw someone. (laughs) Or you can't even drink. Like, like, it's, it's actually impossible for you to... Yeah, do you understand yeah, yeah. that you will never just change like that it's not it's even and even when you do change you still have a, you're a human being before anything yeah. like the flesh the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak yeah, everyone knows this do you get it like in the bible so yeah but look what he turned out to be yeah, do you know what I'm saying that. you're not going to be perfect yeah. a lot of people I don't know why people have this idea I think the, the idea of church is boring might come from the church they were in yeah. so mm. they think that the church is everything and I feel like now in 2020 
there's so much churches that are dodgy to people but when a plane crashes it doesn't stop you from getting on another plane exactly (laughs) if you hear that a plane crashed you're not gonna oh I'm never travelling because that plane crashed so why is it because why is it because one church Mm -hmm. wasn't right for you now every single church in the whole wide world is done for what people need to understand as well when you do the work of God God is not a human being Mm. he can do anything Mm -hmm. you cannot have a job and serve him and he'll provide for you so don't worry about how he got it he's working for God Mm. and God is working for him so it's that opinions yeah. opinions and I think obviously that's just Satan and the flesh yeah, that yeah. that's working against it so Some it's just guy, yeah he's, he's working because he knows that at the end of all of this it's peak for him yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. so it's just like he wants to Long be peak, yeah he wants to be peak with everyone else Mom, like, if I go down you come down with me that's how he, that's literally how he's taking it so he's thinking like real, I must capture everyone nah, but okay. the whole boring thing I've never I don't know if I've ever thought church was boring mm. I don't think I didn't go to church because I thought it was boring I just thought I enjoy my life a bit mm. and am I ready to give this up yeah, but like, I, oh, yeah. like oh. I said I literally just went into church yeah. the day that I probably started taking church I didn't plan it it's not like I was going and saying yeah one day it just happened so mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know the whole concept of boring why people feel like that I feel like people have a, a lot of concepts of church yeah. like some people don't understand tongues mm-hmm. which I've heard a lot of people say to me I like church but you see when they say tongues I don't get why they do all of that mm-hmm. If you come to church, you yeah, understand why yeah. people do it. A lot of people they just they just go based off what someone said or what they see on yeah, social media. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. actually research for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the Bible is this. People love and that that uh, Bible talk. Prayer is this. Like, uh, how Jesus can you trust this, a book Jesus. that so many people yeah. wrote? But my thing is, what people need to understand is God is the author of yeah, the Bible. Yeah, yeah. So Spirit if God inspired. made the Bible, there's nothing can be wrong. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if he went for a horse. <laughs> nothing can go wrong. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's God. Bro, God, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, God, huh? God made, a, made a donkey speak, bro. Yeah, yeah bro. God can't make... You're trying to ching something. God can't make no mistakes. Mm. No, so you saying that um, the Bible's gone through men, that's fine. Yeah. But remember who it started yeah, with. Yeah. So it can never go wrong. It doesn't matter what's written in there. It doesn't matter if an orange man Wrote it. God <laughs> made him do that, so yeah. it's fine. Calm. No, I was gonna say, for me, my parents like they did a good job of like shielding me from the world and like just like you know protect me and that like, from sin and stuff. So I was, I grew up in the church and like kind of kind of was going good with God in it. But I think it was like year six, year seven turning point. Where like I just didn't. Year six is a serious year. No, but I'm saying like he said his parents showed it. Oh no, bro! I don't know, but anyway, the point is, yeah, (laughs) man was like, I was, I was doing calm in it, but I never like enjoyed God on a personal level. Like I just like Mm, it was more of a oh let me respect him sort of thing. But then when I was in like like transitioning from year six to year seven, it was sort of like. Like, let me look out for myself sort of thing now, like, because I was, I was seeing, like, me, I was comparing it to the oldest in, like, year 10, year 11, like, people I know, and then they were like, oh, like, they were living good and they weren't living for God, and I was like, like, this is kind of boring then, like, if, if I'm doing all of this and I get less than them, then, like, what's, what's the point sort of thing? So then, man, just, like, I just went in to do whatever they were doing, and then, like, it was, it was almost like I was happy, like, I wasn't bored anymore sort of thing. So, like, for me... It was kind of, I tasted what Christianity was, but I didn't get a good grasp of it. Mm. And then I just thought, you know what? Let me just tap into the world and see see what's got to offer, sort of thing. Olders are bad, you know. <laughs> when I, when I went to year seven, fam, I was bro. such a good year. Bro, they just corrupted me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were just, 
telling me all these things yeah. I never heard before. You know like, what it is, yeah? I, I, I just, I just, I just, you know what it is, yeah? The oldest, for me, yeah, the oldest are bad, innit? Yeah, I'm trying to get grades. Fam, yeah, like... Fam, for me, it's like, the oldest are bad, yeah? But the people that really make that like that difference or like the youngest in your year that have an older brother because so oh, yeah. those, those guys those guys like, they're like oh you know my bro like he was ever going and he's like oh you know my bro like he was, he was making money and you know what I'm saying and you're like oh what like you're my age you're doing that calm. you're older bro yeah. calm like put me in like where do we eat so nah, I remember bro when I was in like year five bro huh? one of my huh? boys <laughs> Bro, wait, wait, time out, time out. Year six, year five, what's going on? Year five, year six, you might never got... No, year five, year six is a time, bro. Year five, year six is a time, bro. Year five, year six is a time, bro. Do you know what it is? Obviously, it got mad out in second year, but year five, year six, because I think it's because I was so innocent, the flip was crazy. You get me? So you're doing in year five, what's going on? Wait, when was the first, like, if you ever stole from the shop, when was the first time you ever stole from the shop? I never stole from the shop. Bro, yeah, bro. I can't lie, when I was in year five, bro. Year five, year four, there's certain things I just I couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't do. Like, like, even like, you see, you're six. Take, um, when my nigga playing, I used to be there. Like, nah, blade nah, blades. Yeah, baby. Blades. Me and my boy went saying these with a compass in year five, and we used to cut out a blade blade. Blam that. Nah, bear in mind, I, I grew up in a church, and so there were certain things that I just wouldn't do. Yeah. But, see, like, uh, but the thing is, y'all yeah, can speak for I got, yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got exposed to a couple things in year five, innit? But we're just trying to demo. Nah, nah, hear me out. I grew up in a church, so, but like, did you ever not have like. Did you ever not feel like, oh, like, let me just try that? Because me, it was like, it was a sort of thing. Like, let me just, let me just like, I'll, no, it was an accident even. It was an accident. I, I took someone's, the first time I stole some Pokemon cards, didn't it? it was an accident, didn't it? <laughs> and I took it, and then I took it home, yeah? I took it home, yeah? And I'm like, I was just, I was, I was just looking at it. I was like, oh, it's a shiny card. I was like, bro, like, oh, I took it, I need to give it back to him. And I left it at home and I was thinking, like, it's with me. Like, no yeah. like I, I went back home, I went to school, yeah, and the guy wasn't, the guy was worrying, like, oh, where's my car? Where's my car? And, like, he didn't come to me, and I thought, like, he's gonna check me, like. What, did, the, like did, did the teacher say, oh, if you don't find yeah, this card? Yeah, if you don't find it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't find that. this card, I'm not going to Bro. play. Then I thought to myself, like, there's, there's only so much they can do, mm. and I get away with it. And then because I didn't have that authority challenging me, I was like, I was like, oh, this is a bit exciting, like, this is a bit, mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. And then you're five, you're six, you're seven, you're eight. You're on a mad tangent. Do you know yeah, what it is? For me, it's not even a tangent thing. Like, just slowly, like, stuff like that kind mm. of repeats a bit, and then bang, tangent. Yeah, then it goes, but no, yeah. do you know what it is? For me, yeah, because at school, obviously everybody gets that thing, oh, talkative, whatever, whatever, but I never yeah. got in big trouble at school. And because my grades are always good, innit? Yeah, so sure. at home, uh-huh. I that's your chance to... <laughs> bro, you know what it is, yeah? Like, there was, I think I was talking to someone and, like, they were like, oh, like, one of my close friends at the time. So, like, he knew how I was at church and knew how I was at school and he knew how I was, like, when I was out like, with the man and playing and that. And he was like, bro, like, this is when it dawned on me, like, I need to pattern up. He was like, bro, like, are you like are you are you okay like mentally are you like, like <laughs> Wait, he was like are you like he was like, bro, like, you're a bit weird, like, I was like, what do you mean, like, when's the man's here, like, when's out, like, he was like, bro, like, you're, you're this person at church, you're this person at thing, and it kind of goes on with what I'm going to say next, isn't it? Like, you're this person at church, you're this person at home, like, your parents, your fingers, and you're out here just chilling with us, like, enjoying your, your evening, and I, and I was thinking, like, and I was like, yeah, isn't that normal thing? And they're like, bro, like, do you not just get tired? Like, do you not just, like, sort of pick a side and just leave it? Like, that sort of thing. And then it deeped on me, like, bro, man's going to have to... Yeah, no, idea. Man's a <laughs> Bro, it deeps on me like man's gonna have to like pick a side eventually, mm-hmm. sort of thing. And even then, I was thinking like, 
that must have put like he's not even a Christian like that, and I don't think he ever will be. But and then when I think he's like, no, 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 that's my guy, and I know he's supposed to be. And like, and the main reason why is because like he saw how I was living in it. That's that's how we're gonna go into the next thing in it. And I was thinking like. Bro, like, at the time you said that to me, I was like, do your own, like, you know, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. No, man, I'm growing up thinking, like, bro, like, I've probably turned more people away from Christ than I've brought people to Christ sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And when I think about that, I'm thinking, like, bro, <laughs> the, 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 the checkbook in heaven is looking a bit deep for man right <laughs> no, now. No, you're 19. That I feel like, <laughs> I feel really like you're 19. But I feel like in mm. terms of you saying, like, you was, like, three personalities. Yeah. I was, I've always been naughty, you know. Yeah. I feel like in year like five, I pranked my best friend, mm. said I'm a Jamaican woman that's gonna beat her up. I don't know. Oh. I, was, I got I didn't I missed lunchtime for two months, you know. They went heavy and yeah, I've never been good. Oh, good. Mm. good deal, I've, like secondary school, mm. I was a terror. Like Shit. I got put in isolation for eight months, not eight months, two months. Bro. Came out, got put in again for a month. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it wasn't even like I was fighting. I was just, <laughs> I wasn't fighting or nothing. Yeah, I was shy. just naughty. Yeah. Did you get it? Mm. And then I changed head teachers and I had my head teacher around my finger. Like Same. I could sleep in school, you know. They had a room Same. for me. Like I was Same. mashing up the place. Listen, yeah, I was literally, then another deputy hated me. So she made everyone turn against me. But like wow. outside of school, when I finished school, I went home. You know, like, I thought that like, God genuinely saved me because what some people were doing, I did, I'd had no idea mm. of like that. Like, I I lived in a lot of houses growing up, so at one point I lived in Lewisham. So I wouldn't go, like, I went to St. Martin's, which is in Tulsa Hill. I wouldn't go yeah. Brixton with all my friends because mm. I was going the other way. Okay. Get? And then when I did live that way, I was grown. I didn't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going home. I was in cadets. So I had a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get, you know, it's like some oh, people's secondary school, huh? It's the grace of God. Yeah, like I feel like my mom and my dad's prayers genuinely oh, protected me from so life. much. <laughs> like they yeah, actually kept me because a lot of people were doing a lot of stuff. A lot of people were getting into a lot of stuff. Like mm. a lot of my friends have kids. Nothing mm-hmm. good on them. Happy for them. But like, it could have been me. Yeah. And like, I feel like having a child and trying to work in God's house is hard. Very Because that... Oh, they're, they're, they're kind of stigma, aren't it? It's hard. Because if you're like, morning service, if your kid's at six months, you got to stay with them at the back. Mm. You can't really jump up and go... Do you know what I mean? You yeah, can't you really interact with that. And, that. Yeah. and you have to think about your kid and all these stuff. So I feel like yeah. I was naughty, mm. but... Still college, it was college you, that ruined me a little bit. Mm. College is when I met like college. That's what ruined me. Well. <laughs> college, was college, college was demon time, bro. Demon yeah. time and all my friends were older than me, so uh, we all go. You know, like we was in second year of college, yeah. but my friends were first year of uni, so I was always in Cov or mm. Northampton. Uh, when I was in first year, I had a boy, I had a boyfriend, uh, so I was always in his uni. Mm. Like I just See. stupid. Yeah, mm. but like do you know what's mad? You see what Nap said about how he feels that like he might have even. Brought more people away from Christ than yeah. come to Christ. You see about like being an example is weird because before I fully came to Christ, if somebody asked me, "Do you believe in God?" I'm like, yeah, I believe no, in God. I'm a Christian. Yeah. You get, it? and uh, and then people look at me and I think, wait a second, this guy's doing the same thing I'm doing, <laughs> and he's a Christian, so I'm fine then. Yeah. yeah. And I think that kind of um that does lead a lot of people away from Christ, I think. Yeah. Because a lot of people kind of think... What's the point? So-and-so that claims to be Christian is doing the same thing as me, so why do I need to do but any more? But I feel like... I feel like we're all Christians then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, to the Christians the that you are now, we were all Christians, yeah. and so they can't really... That's them. They're, I feel like people like that are just literally yeah. trying to use it as an excuse yeah. to... I, I, do agree with that. I do agree, but 
I think it's 50-50 because I think a lot of people do use that just to kind of mask their own guilt that oh. yeah, 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 yeah. But at yeah. the same time, especially when you're young. I think yes. there's two sides of it. As a person looking into that, I'm thinking, why do I need to? I think the kind of perspective that you need is it's kind of about you. Mm. Your relationship with God has nothing to do Dude, with the example is. that you may have seen. Mm. Because, for example, um, like we spoke before about like a gospel singer, you don't know what they do behind the mic, but if they're messing up their relationship with God, that doesn't give you license to do the same because mm. when you get judged, they're not going to say, yeah, because oh. yeah, it yeah. says it, like, um, everyone will hear the word of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter who you are, you will hear the word of God. Like, she is not really churchy, churchy, yeah. but you know she's sitting here right now. She's it's kind of peak for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, says, it, it, says, it says it's better that you didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better yeah. that you didn't know because yeah, if you knew can't. and you still done it, wow. Yeah, yeah. Now it's peak, you know. Yeah. For you. She needs to go to church now. At the same time, yeah. At the same time, Hebrews 12.14 that talks about, ah, oh, you should always try to live a holy life because without it, some people mm. will never see God. Yeah. Some people, there's that phrase that people say, oh, you might be the only Bible, Bible yeah. that somebody yeah. sees. Yeah. And so at the same time, as a Christian, you also have a duty to be a good example. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it goes both but ways. I feel like the Christian that at that point that you're talking about is that we're all in the same boat. Yeah, yeah, So that yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. trying to, like, it's not like now, you know how you guys do a podcast? Mm. You don't do a podcast talking about God. Mm. If you go tomorrow and tell someone, let's go to the club and drink, mm. you're taking that Bible away yeah, from them. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, back yeah, then, yeah, we were all, yeah, <laughs> like, back then we were all sitting down saying, yeah, we love God, our Father, yeah. but we're all doing something Domestic. separately. Mm. It's not the same to yeah, what true. we are now. Do you yeah, get it? Yeah, so yeah, it's like, true. I feel like when people do that, they're just trying to. If you're actually saying that I'm not gonna go church because my brethren who's literally on the same thing mm-hmm. doesn't want to go church. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that kind of um? Is uh, what it is passing the buck? Yeah. Mm. And I think that's it's mad because when you see examples and even like I think it goes the same for the churches thing that people kind of see churches doing this. Oh, if churches do that, I'm not going. You kind of need to take yourselves out of that that kind of thinking your con- you know your conscience is the one thing that you can't hide mm. like can't you hide know it. when you've done yeah, you something wrong done something it doesn't right. matter <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter uh, if someone hasn't shouted in your face you know like I shouldn't be doing yeah. that and sometimes like my friend I got a friend she said that like, it's like God chose me every time that you know when people on the road stop you mm. She says that it's, she always gets stopped, so it must be a sign. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, all right, fair enough. Yeah. It must be a sign. Go to church now. Yeah, yeah. Do you get it? it so it's like everyone has... It says everyone's going to hear it. Yeah. Even if um, one of the pastors in the branch pastor says that um, when he preaches and someone says, like, I've got to get on the bus, he runs with them. But you heard it. Yeah. Do you get it? Truth. Now, when you're going to go in front of God, you can't say it. He's going to be like, that yeah. man that ran after you, you should have took it in. in? Yeah. I've got a question. Yeah. Um, I got bucked by this question one time, innit? I just had to say, give me some time. Right, chill, so you're now coming to buck me too? Yeah, 100%. Well, go on then. Hear me up. So basically, you know <laughs> how it says, true, like, true. everyone will hear the word of God. Yes, yes. Is yes. it fair for, like, is it fair for you to, like, tell people the word of God in a moment that they don't expect it? Like, in a moment they're not, like. What do you mean? Ready? Bro, so do you hear know me what? up. So basically, say, 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 say I'm on the streets now, man's evangelizing, and um, I see someone walking by. And then I'm like, oh, let me tell you about um, Christ. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. And they're trying to go in it. They're trying to go somewhere. Yeah. Like, and then now, now I go and I'm, and I'm making my mission to follow them and tell them the word. Mm-hmm. And then I tell them now, but like, they never, they never expected this sort of thing. But and now I put them, now I put them in a position where they have the word of God. They never really expected it. And they have to make a choice. That's mm. life. No, but depends on life. That's, that's, that's fair. Do you, think, do you think it's like a fair thing to do? Yeah, yeah it's about time. It's about time. It's about how. It's always fair. The way, like the way we got bucks, bro. 
We didn't choose He was it. trying to do the mad thing that day. Uh, bro, I was trying to do was, the mad thing, bro. <laughs> I was, yeah, trying, yeah, I was trying to get home and do something. I was yeah. not ready. We had no discussion yeah, about that. Nah, nah, we, nah. we only had those discussions take, even taking the piss saying, yeah, oh, yeah, go yeah, go, like, don't, don't go and do that because yeah, God won't be happy yeah, and all yeah. of that. But, flee from fornication kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? We just used to say that on a bad thing. It wasn't even a serious thing. So we weren't ready. But then, do you know what I think about Some people that day have taken it, like us, man. Other people kind of took it and they fell astray like that. But another thing's great, though. Do you know the thing about. Sometimes people won't switch automatically or they won't um, true, apply yeah, it to their lifestyle. But true. once you plant the seed, the next time, let's say they see something or they hear something, they'll be like, wait a second. I remember when that guy said to me, right, it's making sense now. Like, even for example, some of the people that were with us mm. on that day that maybe didn't give their last Christ on that day, mm. now, they still gotta, yeah, yeah, they, now they're they getting closer further, because yeah, they've yeah. Start, it started to G-check them. Because yeah, they've seen the way we've also, like, God's helped us, like, stay a bit consistent. So they see that, right, like, they ain't falling off. Mm. So, there like, must be a reason you know what I'm saying? Like, if we fell off, then they, have, they might not yeah, I, I think it's fair. I think it's funny. No, it's I think it's funny, it's it's funny, funny, it's funny for like. people who feel like they're a bit stressed now. Mm. Like, yeah. you, that's I'm a good like, thing to be stressed nah, nah, about. Nah, nah, yeah. nah, you got to do this mm. now, type of thing. You get <laughs> yeah. like, She's come here. I've lit, she wasn't, it wasn't planned, you know. Mm, I called her and said, please follow me. You get And now it's just that, but... God does everything for a reason. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah, yeah, is yeah. it her that came here? You yeah. never, we don't know what she could have been going through in these last seven days. Mm-hmm. We don't know if something told her, yeah, maybe I need to get closer to God. And mm-hmm. she's sitting here right now hearing all of this. We don't know what, how yeah. she's going to go home tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. But I feel like people struggle, again, because they think they have to ignore, like, let go of everything. It's, yeah. take, it's a process. Some yeah, people yeah. go to church for two years and it's in the third year. Mm-hmm. They commit themselves mm-hmm. and become this type of person. Do you get it? So I feel like you hearing that, if you... Don't change. You're gonna go to hell. Mm. It's not, not fair. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah but I think it's also it also like uh, obviously I'm not in the situation. Yeah. How you put the word to them or what I you say what you do like, obviously yeah, depends yeah, on. Like, you have to apply wisdom. I feel you, but one summer in my church says sometimes it's not really about the nice messages. You yeah, know. no, 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 no. Because no, nice, no, no, the no, nice messages. What you say? What you say? For example, let's say I see a friend. Yeah, maybe they're not in Christ and they're crying or they're upset. I'm not going to him. Some people say like some people say like Christians are so vicious and that. But I'm vicious to tell you the truth. Yeah, no, because I told you that if you carry on sinning and you die, you're gonna go to hell. I'm the bad guy. Yeah, no, but even even like who was it? Um, Paul. He said. Um, he said. Ah. And when I came to give you the message, um, I came as you were. So um, uh, let me try and find a verse. But he was talking about how uh, if they were, if they were like what, um, if they were like Gentiles, he would come and he would follow their custom, like their culture sort of thing. He would get integrated in them and then, and then give them the word sort of yeah. thing. So like it's almost the sort of are you you're doing it out of love, but it's what you're doing like. It depends on the situation. Yeah, 100% depends on the because situation. Because we were doing a Bible study on, I think it was Proverbs 15, and I was talking about words a lot, but not necessarily yeah. the words that you say, but more how you portray them. And we're mm. talking about body language and like word deliverance. Yeah. And it says something about friendly words. And I said, yeah, a friendly word, like you could say, um, for example, you could say to somebody, I hate you, yeah. but the way you say that, oh, I hate you, or I hate <laughs> you, <laughs> I just call you, 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 But you get what I'm saying, innit? It's more about uh, the delivery. So for example, mm. yeah, Jesus loves you and um, he doesn't want you to go to hell. Jesus loves you, doesn't want you to go to hell. Has it's a difference. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I'm not saying that you shouldn't say certain things, you should say certain things. I just think that 
in any given example. But I feel like sometimes you need to say it like that so it comes yeah, yeah, no, 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 Sometimes no. My, like Davina or like my pastor, they'll be like, if you're sitting here today and you know that right now you'll die and you will not go to heaven, come to the front. You're sitting there and you know right yeah. now I'm yeah, not going yeah, to heaven. No, it'll it push you to go to the front. You know, sometimes, you know sometimes you need that. Yeah. But that's what that's why I think it's good to evangelize regularly yeah. so that you get used to reading the situation. Because I feel like sometimes it's like in school, if you have a teacher that's always nice to you, you're gonna take advantage of it. It's just too easy. I mean, like, you're just yeah. too you got to switch like, it up a bit. It's different, like, there's different, like, I got guys, yeah, like, I got close friends, and I know they're, like, very tough, like, they're very, like, they're just, like, those type of people, and those type of people, you don't tell them a sweet, sorry message to get them, yeah, you gotta tell them the hard truth, yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta it depends break who it is. My problem is yeah. sometimes, yeah, some people, they, they kind of, like, oh, what's the word? They, mis- not misjudge, but, like, they confuse, yeah, they confuse, like, judgmental, and like criticism, like and like critical, like do you know what no, I mean? No, sorry. Like, a lot of people, you're trying to tell them, bro, like pattern up, pattern up. and like. But you know, I think it's, it's, I think one time someone in church something happened and like, you know, like your brother in church, your sister in church. If they do something, you tell them. Mm. And I feel like it's when your fleshly side comes about, they tell you you're being judgmental. Yeah. But if you know in the Bible, it actually tells you to correct your yeah, brother you and sister. Galatians like, six two. Bro, do you get it? It's, it's about correction. Like, in love. So in love. Yeah, in love. The minute you tell someone, oh, you're being judgmental on my life, and that like, I'm not really going to go to a church that's judgmental. Because yeah. for example, if if what's it called? Bian was doing something mad. What's it called? If Bian was doing something mad. And I'm just sitting there, not saying anything. I'm doing. I'm sitting there. Ezekiel three eighteen. Ezekiel three eighteen. You know, I was so I was so upset. It's your blood and I was a bit upset when I found that scripture. No, when I read that, I said, I said, oh, do you know that if you know that someone's doing something wrong and you don't do nothing, hello, bro. I always compare it to like I think the best example is like. Bro, imagine like someone's like having an allergic reaction in it, mm. and they're just like, and you oh, don't no, they're just dying, and then you you got the epipen right here, ready to you know inject yeah, it and make them well, you and you don't do it. You're, you're gonna feel, you're gonna feel yeah, bad. Yeah, you know what I mean? Blood is on your hand. You feel that's like hard. Oh, I think there's even a crime whereby if like you could have, if you didn't get involved but you were there, yeah, like, that's. Joint yeah. enterprise. Not joint enterprise. enterprise. No, it's not joint enterprise. Basically, I read a situation. I read a situation. Something about where basically somebody <laughs> got caught for doing something wrong, not because they did anything. But I think it might have been a security guard or police officer, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they saw something happening, mm-hmm. and and then it happened, and they left it happen, and it kind oh, of played like out just badly. Waiting. Mm. No, Defense. basically, kind I know what you're talking about. Negligence. Yeah, negligence. That's if he's sitting here right now and say he has like a weapon on him. Mm. And I don't know, we all knew that, and he gets arrested, and yeah. we get seen with him. We can go to jail because yeah. we knew that. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't say nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is like. Bro, your jeans pockets looking bulgy, bro. We bro, going chill, bro. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when you have the opportunity, and another thing is that you see on our part or anybody's part where you have the opportunity, it's actually a very blessed opportunity. Yeah. It's like God has put you in a situation to do His work. God's mm. trusting you. With yeah. That. There's a scripture, Second mm. Timothy. It's, no. First Timothy one ten, I think, where Timothy is actually saying exactly what he's saying. That oh, I thank God for making me trustworthy mm. and giving me the opportunity to be able to um to speak the word. Oh yeah, that's why you have was, to. Paul, Paul bringing Timothy the young yeah. G, like Paul bringing Paul's, him up. Yeah. And, like, and even, him, even like for example, Peter. Peter is like Jesus. I love with Jesus I love guy. That's my Paul, guy. Paul went up to Peter and said, "Bro, like, what you're doing is you're doing Peter something." Peter was on the mountain, like, bro. Yeah. He said, "It's a thing where Paul didn't even like put Peter to the side, like." Just mm-hmm. moved him in front of everyone. You, you know what I'm saying? You see why he and you know, you see that And though, you know, I feel God. like in our day and age, people can't stand that yeah. in church. Like, you too much people, pride, it's like, mm. hello. Like, like if, if you know, it's like you enter, you know, when you become a Christian, you enter yeah. a different world, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like, rebuke 
is better. Yeah, yeah. Like, you I long for rebukes Bro, because you know it changes you. Like if you're just sitting here and you're never getting rebuked, or you can't take rebuke, how are you supposed to change? Yeah, mm. change Job yeah, five yeah. seventeen and eighteen talks about that. It's like, it's like God heals and God and like God heals the wounds that happen, but it's like happy is he who's rebuked by the Lord because mm-hmm. it shows that it's a sign of love. Yeah. yeah. But there's something I wanted to ask oh, while yeah. we're talking about rebuke and like kind of stuff. I yeah. feel like it's very important for us to because even like Galatians six two is about gently setting people back on the right path. Mm-hmm. You see being lukewarm, mm. where like you kind of need that. Mm. Do you think that people kind of don't understand how dangerous it is to be lukewarm? Yeah, yeah. And, and the differences between being lukewarm and being and fully committed. Yeah, it's, yeah. Bro, it's too brave. Because like, me, myself, I think that's one thing that people don't understand. Like, you know, obviously it's episodes where people don't want to come to Christ. I don't think people know what it means to put Christ first. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people feel like, Christianity is just like a it's like a, a hobby, extracurricular activity that you can just have on the side, you know what I mean? Like kicking ball or something like that. But you have to come to the realize, realization that it's your life. Like your principles, everything that you do is just based on Christ, you know what I mean? Your thought mm. process. Is that your thought process, mm. every single actions, even even like these days, bro, like I would just think like I need to think before I act in all kind of circumstances because like it's very, do you know what I mean? It's very crucial. Every single time you're acting and doing, going yeah, about, yeah. you're setting an example. You might get caught you know up. I mean? No, no. I you just, have to keep a calm head, bro. Yeah, you have to keep a calm you head. You might get caught up. No, I just saw you looking you at me. You say in certain I situations, you have to keep a calm head. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like I, I struggle bro. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like, you know your flesh can just come out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, like, one sure. time we had a like, little service and one girl that came, other girls were trying to fight her or something. And then one girl said to, like, the girl said to us that mm-hmm. the girl's kind of like a bad girl. Like, you lot don't, like, we were trying to calm it down. Mm-hmm. And the girl said, like, ah, oh, the girl's a bad girl, you know, you lot don't really want to get into it. And I was just getting into church, you know. Yeah. I wasn't even that proper. I said, I looked at her, I said, Babe, I'll smash her up, you know. And I was just like, no, I'm in church. You know what I mean? Like, you just it it catches you sometimes. Like you just go and say, this is not. You have like, to recollect yeah. Yourself, like, and just, as soon as I said that, my leader looked at me like, well, you're gonna. I said, nah, it's you know what? Nah, it's facts, bro. Even that time I crunched, bro, I was gonna lose it on the pitch, bro. I was gonna find out. I said, ah, alright, bro, I'm gonna switch. And anger's the worst because, like Moses, yeah, bro, he, he missed the promise. He did so much for God. Open up bloody sea, mate, and you couldn't even go to the promise because of anger well imagine one he, what was it 40 years and like the it year that been, he died I thought it was supposed to be 3 it, weeks that's right yeah, yeah it was supposed to be 3 weeks 40 days, years bro. yeah and the year that he died the year that he died was the year that they went and they think they, they saw the promise that's that's crazy. even died imagine, outside bro. even died but what a few even died like on the hill yeah. covering the like, promise he, he, he so saw it but he didn't all get he had there. to do yeah uh, walk up that hill but God said paying game sorry but you see what you're saying about it not being an extracurricular activity Yeah. people don't understand as well about you see like coming to Christ and making Christ your life Yeah. people often see it like oh it's like oh I'm losing control I'm not going to have as much fun but what they don't understand is Especially Jeremiah 29, 11, about I have plans Come to prosper on, you. Come on. You see the thing, yeah? Even uh, Isaiah 43, 4, one of my favorite verses, it talks about mm. where um, God was talking to people who said, you lot are so precious to me that I'd move countries for you. Yeah. What people don't understand is to put Christ first, to give your life to God, you're putting somebody first that's going to put you first anyway. Exactly. But it's just giving them the control to do that because if, a lot of people say they <coughs> believe in God, but if you believe in God, that mm. means that you believe that he's all loving and he's all powerful. Mm. 
And if you believe that, then giving your life to him is only making sense because he's more powerful than you, he can love better than you, and he knows more than you. So giving your life to him, you're only enabling him to do what he's meant to. Exactly. I just feel like people just... People don't take the time to... I feel like it takes a while for people to understand that the depth of God... Mm -hmm. Because you know, like, for example, you can get rebuked in church, you can get embarrassed, but once you know what it is with you and God, you're still staying. So it's just that you know that it's not about you. It's about something deeper. But I feel like people just struggle. People let... Like I'm, I've been a victim to it. Like you let life struggles overdo your walk with God. Yeah. <laughs> so like you, little stuff from your past can catch up, especially in this pandemic. I think everyone's been a victim to that yeah. in the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just, you just sit here and think, how did I get to this point? Like yeah. I was so strong. I was so like. That's when I said that some people, yeah, we all are the church, but some people actually need the church because yeah. yeah. that need, it, like that's right. It's, it's very spiritual important hospital, to have like, yeah. you know yeah. people around yeah. you. Yeah. Like, you can't do it by yourself. Yeah, everyone says that you can't do it by yourself. I yeah. thought it was cap. Yeah, I think another, you know, I think people kind of struggle with that too. When you come to God, there's times where you have to kind of admit your weaknesses, you and I think people people kind of don't so like kind of opening themselves up. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like coming to God and realizing, God, I need your help, and even mm. looking around and asking your friends, I need help with certain yeah. things. I think people don't like doing that. People don't like to be weak. People yeah, don't like that? to what's be humble. Second Corinthians, it's, it's the pride. Bro. Um, Ecclesiastes seven eight, bro. Patience is better than pride. Yeah, yeah. even Proverbs sixteen twenty two twenty one. Pride comes before the uh, instructions. <laughs> the end is better than the beginning. Uh, the patient yeah, um, is better than Because even like, yes, I was having a conversation the other day, innit? Obviously, I was just walking and they're like, oh, you're square. Like, bro, I'm going to join the FFF thing. Obviously, guys, if you don't know what FFF stands for, yeah. stands for Obviously, like, stands basically, for, before we had the podcast, innit? FFF was FFF was kind of like, it wasn't even what we went by, it just kind of became a thing because it was just kind of like a, not a slogan, but we used to always say FFF because. When we had the first conversation, we were talking about temptation, we were talking mm-hmm. about fornication, so you just kind of flee from fornication. Yeah. FFF just kind of, it just caught on somehow, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, so he was telling me, like, bro, like, man's going to join the FFF thing. I was like, bro, like, it's not a thing, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's not a group thing. Oh, yeah. I told him, like, he was, he's obviously, he was struggling with, you know, fornication, me, all that yeah, kind yeah. of, kind of, cert, that kind of, you know, bro, dangerous. Bro, you're a bit rattled, like. Nah, nah, bro, it was a, it was a techie conversation still. So. But he was telling me all of that. But I told him, like, bro, like, don't focus on the sin, like, when you focus on the sin, it becomes much harder. Like you see, like if you're in a room, yeah, and it says "Don't touch the wall," you're gonna, touch at, the wall. Yeah, you're gonna be thinking about touching the wall and all of that kind of stuff. So, bro, you literally just need come before God. When you're weak, you're strong. Do you get what I mean? God is strong. Yeah, God, well, sure. yeah, God is strong. He's the one who gives you strength. I told him, come your, before him. Your weakness, man. Like 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 What's that? Um, first Corinthians chapter 12. Yeah, first Corinthians chapter 12, 8, 9. Yeah, when Paul was going through a time of suffering, he's like, three times I told him to take it away. And then he said, Yeah, that was even in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. That's what I'm saying. I just thought about trusting God, you know what I mean? And I feel like people, I don't know why, like, it's a mad thing to trust God, but when you understand who God is, that's how I, I had to learn. I had to, do, I had to go all the way back to the cross. Do you know what I mean? Everything starts at the cross, they say. Do you know what I mean? So I had to understand that, raw, like, God actually, like, he took my place of death. Do you know what I mean? He went through that. He went through the, the, what did, he went through the insults. He went through torture. all of the, the torture. He oh, went all of that for deep. me. And he never left me back then. So how can I, how can mm-hmm. I not trust him? Do you know what I mean? He's, I already, like, he's already done the hardest bit for me. So mm-hmm. let me trust him with my life. I feel like with sin and like fornication and stuff, um, I was listening to one sermon and it's like, 
your flesh is always going to be there but you need to cancel out your flesh yeah. like the fleshly side of it you need to always walk in your spirit because if you're walking in your spirit and there's something that's sinful around you you're going to be able to ignore it like mm-hmm, yeah. you're going to be able to carry on that like, how many times have we been like proper integrated in church and something that's come up that's sinful you ignored it and you yeah, managed just, to do it yeah, so I feel like it's to cancel out your flesh and like yeah. all yeah, and it on your spirit, yeah, spirit. Galatians like, 5.16 Galatians 5.16 honours talks about when you're led by yeah. the spirit you won't give in to these things because yeah. it's like you've put something first and even when it's about coming to Christ mm. you have to realise that as much as Christ has saved you from sin you don't look back and think oh yeah I'm running away from sin you have to look forwards and look yeah. I'm running towards exactly. God to get and like is, and another thing, Philippians 3, 7 yeah. to 8, about all, all the things that used to count as profit and now count as loss. Yeah. You have to kind of, it's, it's hard now. to look forward, but I can tell you from this point, looking backwards, that a lot of the things that used to count as profit I now count as loss because I don't, not that I've just stopped doing it for no reason, I've understood why and I've understood mm. the importance and also the values and blessings that come with suppressing your flesh. Exactly that. You get so when, you, when you're led by the Spirit, you start abounding in blessings. Like, even I, I was saying before, in that little video I did about manifestation, I was yeah, saying you did, that... You did numbers, bro. Oh, Congrats. Go away, man. That's a hard video. That's a hard video, bro. Really? Thank you. Just say thank it's you. Okay. Thank you. My God. Uh, <laughs> but you see, when, um, when you kind of walk in God's way for you... Yeah. You not only walk into blessings, but you walk out of harm. Yeah. So you see this whole thing of, oh, come to Christ later. What you don't understand you're doing is that you're I mean, accidentally you're walking really. into a lot of things that Christ that, is trying, yeah, to, take, trying to take you away from. People think, oh, when I'm 30, that's when, you know, I have my kids, I have my family. That's when I give my life to Imagine all the things that you're going to walk into. Yeah, you're going to walk into, and you're also going to miss out on, on a lot, lot of stuff, blessings. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But the thing, and again, what Grace was saying that I really liked was that you don't focus on the flesh, you focus about strengthening your spirit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because your flesh side's always going to be there. So you just got to work on your spirit, spiritual side. Because when your spiritual side grows and grows and grows, then like, although the flesh is still uh, there, it doesn't, you don't really, yeah. do you know what I mean? You don't Matthew really take it in. Matthew 6, 36 or 33. Seek the kingdom of yeah. 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 God. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like people don't understand it. Like I told, like, I had, again, I had a conversation, I was telling him like, bro, like I can't really describe it but you just need to give it a try you need to step into yeah. it because again Christianity is a spiritual thing I, yep. think was, I think that was a PDEC sermon that what it's about um, I think it was a true worship or something like that yeah. it's talking about Christianity being a spiritual thing and I was like bro so you can't think technically can't really think methodically yeah, do you know what I mean no you just need, way to yeah, no it. You, way. Need to you need to step it. in do you know what I mean I told him you need to step in because sometimes like again when I focus and I reflect on my thing there wasn't really much thinking it was just do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was just doing it. You just jump into it. Like and do you know what? No, one of my favorite verses, Colossians three ten. There's in the New Testament. There's like ten verses that talk about renewal, becoming a new creation. Yeah. But the reason I like Colossians three ten, it says, um, "Let God renew you, renew you, and as you become more like Himself." Mm. Yeah. The thing about giving your life to God is, you as much as you have to do work, you let God do the work. Like yeah. God is, wants to renew you. God loves you. God mm. wants to change you back to your original self when you're one with God. You get. It? That's where you came from. That's where you're going to go back to. Mm. That's the aim. That's why you have to let God do his work. You get me? When you don't come mm. to God, you're kind of restricting his power. You're not letting him do what he's good at. I think a lot of people are living lives where they think that's what they want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, all the sinful stuff that they do, they think like, yeah, these are the things that I want to do. But actually, like, when you reflect on it, you just see that 
it's clearly the devil that was trying to lead yeah. me to do these kind of things, you know what I mean? You just have to remember, it's like a dove on your shoulder. Mm. Actually, that, if you move, that dove's going to fly off. No. So it's like the Holy Spirit. If you move and you're just not doing it, the Good, Holy Spirit's right. going to fly off. But yeah. it's beautiful that God, it doesn't matter what you do, to be honest. Like, there's nothing that, that can... But yeah, God can't forsake. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's another reason why people don't want to come to Christ. They feel like... They're too broken they're too or they've too made, yeah. made too many mistakes. The thing is, yeah, you don't want to leave it till you are too far gone, but And that's why, not. I think that's one of the reasons why I went to church, you know? I said, I don't want it to be a thing where you I'm divorced with seven kids yeah. and now I need God. Yes. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When you could have had a life where you got married with mm. someone who's God-fearing and had a family correctly. Mm, 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 like, what's wrong with living life correctly? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like some people Ecclesiastes wanna... 12.1, it told you, don't forget your creator and your time of your youth. Do you know what I mean? that's the thing. Because the time of your youth is... Because everybody talks about, you know, like, when you're young, that's where, like, you do the most moulding, the most changing. Mm. You don't want to be who you are and then realise, I need God. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like playing KDB on the right wing. Like, <laughs> let the people do what they can do where they can, innit? But, um, yeah, right, but, um, you know, that was a great episode. And I hope that you lot kind of understood mm. some of the points that we had to say about what we think people often think about why they shouldn't come to Christ, but why it is so important to do it and step into it. You yeah. can't try to work it out how it's going to go. Step into, it. step into it. If you have any out. questions, like, think about it. Don't be afraid to open up yourself. Mm. Because there's often a lot of doubts and questions you have that you need to address. Mm. And think about it. Go to God. Understand who you are within God. Amen. Find out these things for yourself. And stop kind of leaving your salvation to other people. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to save you when you're at the gates. Mm. Mm. One on one thing, bro. Yeah, you know, it's a great episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Mm. You know, we're out. If you have any questions, shout us. DM us. You know, DM Anything us. There. Shout us personally on the podcast account. Ask your friends because coming to Christ isn't an easy thing, but I trust you. There's I trust no big, you. I, I trust you. you. I, I promise oh, you, yeah. there's no bigger achievement. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Oh, man, when you come to Christ, you'll realize it's amazing and. It's a great thing to do, isn't it? No, There's nothing better. There's nothing, nothing better. better. Take a leap yes, into the light, safe. bro. Take a leap into the... It's litty over this side, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we, we out. Come on, man. Just give him a victory.